Hello friends and welcome to another episode of Nina's Astrology Guide for Self-Healing. I am your host, Miss Nina Rose, and I am so excited about the conversation of topic today. Of course, we are still on our journey understanding the planets themselves and why planetary control and rulership is so important in this world and in these spaces. And today we're talking about Jupiter and Saturn. And if you know much about Jupiter and Saturn, they're kind of the midway positions where Jupiter is in a zodiac sign, typically a year, Saturn in a zodiac sign, typically three years. You know, it's not quite to these outer planet extremities of eight to 22 years. And it's not quite to these inner planet closeness of, you know, anywhere from 60 hours to 60 days. But they're in this happy medium where you know that you have a pretty standard organization tool here where you can set up goal by goal opportunities and discipline restriction type goals that you can set and you can progress on a long-term level. And so these are my favorite planets because I love creating short and long-term goals and I love using astrology to curate these goals. And when it comes to Jupiter, the planet I'll start talking on, I recognize that Jupiter is all about expansion. Jupiter is all about opportunity. Jupiter is kind of like that aunt that's giving you money on Thanksgiving as a Christmas gift because she booked a cruise the entire month of December because she's single, she's carefree, and she's just really, really happy with her entire life. And money flows abundantly through her. No stress, no pressure, no struggles, no kids, no understanding of these struggles and kids. Jupiter is what freedom looks like unconditionally. It is in its awe, open, available, ready, raw. It's just a happy space. Even in times of retrograde, it's kind of just like um, somebody who's bouncing the ball and they're like, okay, let's see if I can make it blindfolded. That's what it's like to be retrograded. It's like, let's see, you know, if I close my eyes and throw this into the cup, I'm going to get what I want. And a retrograded Jupiter is still a blessed Jupiter, at least like if you see it in your natal chart, or if you're experiencing the retrogrades, but sometimes it's going to come along the lines of like missed opportunities or chances that you took that you regret in the end or experiences that you had to learn. Oh, this isn't for me. This isn't something that belongs to me. This was just a moment. I now know my truth and what I actually want. And so Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius and Pisces, although Pisces has that co-parent. Jupiter in Sagittarius is all about expansion, all about throwing that arrow. It's mystical. It's, you know, half creature, half man. There's so many elements of Sagittarius that just create a lot of joy in its most raw sense. Uh, Charisma comes from Sagittarius. The ability to adapt to our surroundings and understand the people around us come from Jupiter and Sagittarius. It's a mutable energy, which when you look at the mutable signs, they're ruled by Neptune, Jupiter, and Mercury. And so Jupiter has a huge influence 
on our mindset and when we excuse me have a closed off mind or when our um, manifestations are in a negative realm or an uncertain realm Jupiter is you know struggling because Jupiter just wants to bring you your truth whatever your truth might be and when you sit through you know my manifestation work classes workshops and classes you'll understand that your truth is anything that comes out of your mouth even something as simple as like oh i never have any money all of my money goes to bills all the time i can never have any fun saying that to jupiter jupiter just weeps because jupiter recognizes that as your truth and Jupiter has an abundance of wealth, of time, of creation for you. But because you do not see it for yourself, that's Neptune's influence, then you do not act on it yourself, Mercury's influence, then Jupiter will not bring it to you because it's not your truth. And so Jupiter and the mutable signs have so much to do with our mindset and our overall well-being and our joy when it comes to experiences. Um, Jupiter's going to rule over religion and spirituality as well. The religion in the organized sense of, you know, I took a class, I sat in a workshop, I joined a group of people who had a spiritual relationship, and I created a religion around it. There is still a lot of manipulative energy through Sagittarius and through its lessons through the ninth house or the ninth lesson of the zodiac sign. And so when we look at religion versus spirituality, it's, is this an organized cult or is this a conversation with God? And so sometimes Jupiter jumps back and forth saying, I'm both, don't make me pick. Obviously I could be a cult leader or I could be God themselves. You'll never know. How will you ever know? It's all the smile, it's all the charisma, it's all the joy. And sometimes being overly op opportunistic or overly optimistic uh, is just entirely stemming from Jupiter and that, you know, cup half full mentality. Of course, Jupiter can be any direction of the sun. And like I said, it takes around 12 years to complete a zodiac sign, spending an average of one year in each sign. And like all outer planets, Jupiter retrogrades annually for about four months in the year. When Jupiter is feeling its most authentic self, you'll just be understanding opportunity, opportunity to heal, opportunity to love, opportunity to expand and grow and be everything that you need to be. And so like I was saying in the beginning, if you wanna set or organize a goal, this would be your opportunistic goal. This would be you saying for the next year or while Jupiter transits through Aries, Jupiter transits through Pisces, I want to accomplish this item. You don't know what the item is. You look to your houses and you look to your own transits for that opportunity as well. And having Jupiter in your manifesto, you can understand, you can recognize what do I want? because I believe that Jupiter will give it to me. So choose wisely. If you put your goal on the line for one year, one true year with a four month re-up and reaffirmation of your goal, then anything that you set your mind to, you will accomplish. 
And of course, as I move into Saturn and Saturn's rule, we have to understand that Saturn rules over Capricorn and Aquarius. Saturn has a stronger hand. Saturn is the final parent and the cardinal cross of parental power, familial power, where if I am a child, then Saturn is the adult. Saturn is the disciplining parent that can sometimes, you know, inspire fear or inspire harm through its expectation of completion, of wellness. Saturn does have high expectations for you, but it also believes that you can take it on. Saturn at no point thinks that just because it's in a position to be the best singer in its lifetime, that if you're raised by parents who don't value entertainment, or if you're in a small town where nobody will ever hear you sing but your church, that doesn't stop or it doesn't limit Saturn from trying to get you to be the best singer you can be. From Saturn putting you in places, getting you in rooms, making you deal with things. You know, people always say Saturn is full of restriction. It's because Saturn will pull you away. If you're supposed to be a singer and your parents somehow managed to teach you how to let that go and become a doctor or a nurse, every single time you try to take a nurse class, you'll struggle, you'll fail. And people will say that's the restriction of Saturn telling you to work harder, work harder, work smarter. When in fact, it's the restriction of Saturn saying, you do not belong here. This is not your path. Find your truth and master your path. And every single time you start to master your Saturn's path, then the healing will commence. And suddenly Saturn's not full of restriction, but rather full of discipline and self-mastery. You deserve to master any topic at the top of your chart, which is where Saturn sits at the top of the chart. Astrologically speaking, the 10th house, the midheaven energy. What is the legacy you will leave behind? Of course, you'll struggle if you're not supposed to be a fry cook. Of course, you'll have a hard time learning if you're not supposed to be an engineer. But when you find what you are supposed to do and you find how easy it comes to you, when you've spent your whole childhood being an artist and a painter and you take an opportunity to go to art college and you find yourself selling out art shows and having beautiful rooms and drinking, you know, that rare air of success, it's because you were, you allowed Saturn from the time you were created to the time of your success around the age 30, your Saturn return, you allowed Saturn to create mastery within you. And thus the restrictions have been set aside. The restrictions are restricting you in a positive manner rather than a harmful manner. But again, it's only harmful if you truly believe you're supposed to be a line cook, your job is a cashier, your job is a person who folds all of those nice t-shirts at JCPenney. You know, those aren't your jobs. Those are required of you by capitalism. And so when you look to your Saturn planet, think about these words, legacy, career, humanitarianism, karma, time. All of these are relevant and relative to Saturn, Saturn's power and Saturn's willingness to just create. Saturn doesn't have the restrictions around life and death the way Pluto and Neptune do, which we'll discuss in a few episodes. 
but Saturn can move anything and anyone out of your way to get you to your success. Saturn will create a baby in your life to get you to your success. If you are supposed to be a healer and without a child, you will never slow down, then Saturn will slow you down. And if you are supposed to be very expansive and you're supposed to travel this world, then every relationship you try to settle in or every time you try to be what society expects of you, you know, married by 20, house by 25, you know, five kids by 30, then of course, Saturn is going to pull you in every single direction. All of your relationships will continuously fail because that is not your path. Your path is to be a traveler. Though you can have love, you are never designed for this American dream life. And respecting Saturn as it moves and as it places and as it removes things, you know, if you have a sick parent and Saturn is telling you that you've spent too much time on this sick parent and it's their business and it's their world, then they can move that sick parent out of your world. They can remove them through life force. They can remove them through arguments. It doesn't ever quite matter, but Saturn will take a friendship out of your cycle just because it knows really and truly this is not serving your higher purpose. This is not getting you closer to self-mastery. I will restrict these items. I will create karmic patterns just so we can break free and you can create the world that you deserve, essentially. Of course, again, Saturn can be any direction of the sun, like all outer planets, and it typically takes 28 to 30 years to complete the wheel. This time frame is called a Saturn return. Because it spends about three years in a single sign, it'll retrograde annually for about six months, sometimes five months, give or take. Often that Saturn return energy is returning to your truth, returning to your oneness. We have solar returns and lunar returns. We have Mercury returns where our mindsets are kind of updated and plugged back in, as well as every year celebrating some type of Venus return. But then we also have these outer planet returns. When you have Jupiter come in for a return, then typically it's going to be your lucky year or a year full of opportunities for you. This is 12, um, 12, 24, 36, always having that precious moment of, wow, I'm in a new decade, I'm in a new year, and I'm making it, I'm doing the best. Lots of catalysts typically start at these age ranges. A lot of new opportunities come in at these age ranges. So of course, when Saturn comes in, you experience typically three in a long lifetime, although I don't think we have had ever had anybody hit four. But from ages zero to 30, I would call this your maiden space, a space of pure curiosity, a space of interest, a space of wonder, a space where I don't know if I'm going to be hurt or if I'm going to be saved, but I'm going to go for it because I want the experience. This is a mindset that often we just feel young and dumb. You know, the old saying, old enough to know better, but young enough not to care. It's typically for a person who has not had their Saturn return because they still have that uh, ignorant mindset of not having enough experiences under their belt. And so during the three years, Saturn returns to the zodiac sign that it was nurtured from when you were born, you would typically see 
all of these shifts and changes trying to put you into the next phase, ages 30 to 59, which is your mother phase. Though you don't have to have a child or give any type of birth to um, be in this phase or understand this phase, nor will you have to wait till your mother phase to have children. This is a mentality as in, I know things now, I understand, I'm not curious, I'm certain, I've made decisions, I have understandings. Though I can still learn new tricks, I'm pretty settled in the tricks that I know. They're well for me, they work out in my favor, and I'm overall successful and happy. And then of course you have your final chunk of time, which is between the ages of 60 to 90, which is the period we call the crone or you know the father where now all of the wisdom is present now you have wisdom for generations the community can understand your wisdom though it's no longer this independent curiosity and it's no longer this certainty of my immediate but it's this understanding that everybody is one that we all have to come together and during that saturn return learning how important you are to the world is where the crone comes in because you're no longer just somebody's mother. You're no longer somebody's husband. You're no longer somebody's partner or parent. You are everyone's parent. You are everyone's partner. You are the person people look to when they're worried. You're the person people call when their child's doing something they've never heard before. There's more information in your own brain between your crone mentality than all of these maidens. They don't understand what's going on in their mind. And so all of that being said, Saturn, of course, just has so much power and knowledge towards the big picture, the big goal. And so I encourage people to schedule themselves with three-year plans through Saturn transits of personal growth, of personal healings, and of releasing these restrictions and embracing mastery. Study your Saturn, investigate your Saturn as deep as you can to help yourself understand what is my life purpose? What can I create with my power? And once you find that answer, then you run with it. And then you start to channel plans and three-year groupings. You know, Saturn has one more year in Aquarius before it enters Pisces. So then you can typically schedule a three-year plan for your Pisces time and look at where that is in your chart. For me, Pisces sits in my third house and I would be having a Saturn return as Saturn enters Pisces. And so my three-year plan for Pisces is to let love in and to let success flow because the last six years I have spent working on astrology knowledge, working on self-healing and working on what the best way to serve my community is. And now that I've done all of those things, I embrace my Saturn return as I release this curiosity and this simple headedness. And I embrace the maternal wisdom that is divinely connected through source and our own bodies as we shift and as we change and as maturity sets in we will learn so much and I look forward to learning it through and of myself. So all of this being said, I just want to thank you as always for listening, for participating, for learning, for trusting me with your thoughts. I would love to open up 
time and space for some Q&A as we move through the rest of the zodiac signs this month and see if anybody wants to um, share some ideas or some thoughts or ask me any general questions that can help enhance these classes, these podcasts, this little workshop. But I will release you now into your day, and I hope your day is beautiful and gorgeous. I just want you to um, feed yourself with compliments today. Look in the mirror and just tell you, like, hey, every bump and bruise has been beautiful. Every journey that we've taken, every scar that we've taken on has been lovely. And all of the fresh face and every fresh moment on our body what still looks unharmed and untouched and so fresh and new. Just thank your body for hanging in there. Thank your body for aging. Thank your body for being patient. Just give yourself a big bite of love because you absolutely deserve it. And I look forward to our next episode. Bye, y'all.